Hello! Welcome to another episode of Character Reveal, a show where we normally reveal people's characters. Uh, sometimes we just chat around a little bit. Uh, as always, I am your host, uh, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. Once again, I am joined by my fantastic friend. Would you like to let the people know who you are? Absolutely, this is Stephanie. I am Captain Steph on the Twitters and the Snowflare on the Tumblers. And like Dom said, we don't have a guest for you today, but... I think we're going to try to make this pretty worth your while either way. Yeah, we're going to have to do something cool, but uh, as per the usual, you know, I like to chill, I like to hang out. So how how you doing today, Steph? I'm doing pretty good. I just I just realized that I must have installed some Xcode extension on my Tumblr that changed, well, it changes all of the Anon heads to pictures of Satsuki. Like, Satsuki, Kiryu, and like, From- yeah. <laughs> Just say the, the kill a kill version. Yeah, like the kill a kill version, and I don't remember doing that, and I'm not going to change it back because it abuses me. But which <laughs> is well, a strange have... surprise when I opened Tumblr today. It's your Tumblr and uh, anime clothing, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> hey. What's uh? So, what, what browser do you use? Is, is it Firefox or? Yeah, Chrome I use or... Firefox. Oh. oh, what the what the heck's that? Why do you use Firefox? I, I use Chrome at work, and I, I like Chrome too, but I'm used to Firefox, and it satisfies my needs. So. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a <laughs> solid reason, but I don't know if I can trust your taste as an Apple user, you know? So, I mean, I mean you have you have bad taste in phones, so, like, <laughs> granted, your phones don't explode. I was gonna say, so. like... <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, I, I had a good day today, you know, kind of just chilling, relaxing, getting a lot of stuff in line, trying to trying to get an apartment or a house or whatever it would be, you know, trying to cut my commute in half or something, you know, this hour and a half every day is not the move whatsoever. That's kind of garbage. Yeah, it's the, uh, like, top garbage. <laughs> but, peak you know, garbage. Peak garbage. Um, but for the listeners, you know, they, they know how we are every week, you know, we keep a, not a high profile, but, you know, if you're listening <laughs> to this, this is as high profile us as you can get, right? Yeah. Um, but some announcements for you lovely listeners, you lovely, faithful people. Uh, we've said it before, but uh, some of you may be new and just getting into us. So I wanted to say we are going to New York Comic Con. Uh, what can be said about New York Comic Con, really? But <laughs> I don't um, actually know anything. I've never been there, but you've been there. I have been there. I've been there either two or three years, um, through two or three times. I cannot remember off the top of my head but I think it was three. Um, I went in college three or however many years in a row that was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's like enormous. Like if you could throw any expletive into the middle of the word enormous, like it goddamn enormous, it fucking enormous. Like it's, there it is, yeah. it's fucking enormous. <laughs> yeah. Like it's bigger than any convention that I've ever been to. And I think it's bigger than any convention in the U.S. except for San Diego Comic-Con. It, it usually pulls about 100,000 um, con-goers. Yeah, that feels kind of kind of like they're cheating on their point because it's uh, <laughs> like all of pop culture rather than just anime or just video games or even just comics, I guess. Um, yeah. Because Comic-Con's not really true anymore, right? Yeah, well, they actually, they, they do, they have the New York Anime Festival, which is kind of just like, it's part of the con. Um, oh. I did not know that. <laughs> I, I don't know if they, if they de, like demarcated anymore. Like the original, a couple of years ago, last time I went, there it was like they had separate events that were anime festival events, but it was just part of the bigger con. It was all in the same building. Um, this year they're having 
BookCon, which is their, like, focus on, like, the geeky books and that kind of thing, they're actually moving it to a different building entirely, which is extra terrifying because it means they didn't have enough space in the Javits Center and needed to devote (laughs) more More space. space. (laughs) (laughs) More space. Yeah, and, like, the Javits Center is just this enormous, just, like, palace of glass and steel, like, against the river that it just it's bigger than you can functionally imagine one building being but once you nice. have a hundred thousand people inside of it it does not seem that big it's not enough for a thousand <laughs> people uh well i'm looking forward to that that mess um do you have, do you, do you have any plans there yet because i feel like we're kind of just freestyling it mostly um kind of sort of there are a couple panels that i've looked at that sound interesting, whether diverse comics panels or um, panels of shows or podcasts or whatever that I'd like to see. Seeing as we've already talked to Chico Leo and Tatiana, it would probably be cool to go to the Fan Bros podcast and shake some yeah. hands, high five some people. <laughs> yeah, friends of the show with Fan Bros, <laughs> we gotta definitely rep them a little bit. And um, I think some people that we either met through previous guests or just through the Twitter sphere, some people that were at FlameCon, I think are going to be there as well, right? Yeah, Zora, previous guest Zora, is going to be there, and so are the creators of Namesake, which, the the writer and artist, which actually, funnily enough, our uh, Lady Geek Girl and Friends web crush of the week. Um, oh, is, terrific. Serendipity. It's a spoiler now, but when this goes up, it will no longer be a spoiler. Um, like, if it's a, when it goes up, it'll be yesterday, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yesterday's post um our web quest wednesday post on lady geek girl and friends will have been about namesake so it'll be cool to uh what is it rub elbows is that the idiom i think yeah rub elbows hobnob with the uh yeah. the beautiful people hobnob <laughs> with the elite the elites the elite <laughs> more than four yeah well, that's pretty cool i'll be able to read that and check that out listeners you can check that out if you are not familiar with namesake or just want to see some praise about it it'll be there <laughs> so yeah it'll be cool to see them i'm really looking forward to the uh like the artist alley in the dealer's room and stuff, just because that stuff is, I'm all, uh, just mouth agape anytime I see like a really interesting artist alley, seeing all the crafts or just artwork that people do the fan art. It blows my mind every time, even when I've seen the same picture before. Yeah, the creative talent at these conventions is just off the wall. I love so. it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's speaking fantastic. Of creative, <laughs> hey. we'll be um, we'll be doing uh, cosplay there as well. Um, yeah, I think we've. Mentioned it a couple times. We haven't settled quite on costumes yet, have we? Um, I have some. Uh, besides Hamilton, I don't <laughs> yeah. Besides think... Hamilton, we're pretty committed to the Hamilton. Uh, luckily, I think we have mostly team cosplays, though. Um, yeah. I mean, do we, are we willing to let that out to the people? You know, I don't know how many of them will be there, so I don't feel bad spoiling <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Well, were we were we talking about maybe either doing um, Marie and a team Marie squid or. Maybe Finn and Poe. I mean, I think we could fit those both in, actually. Yeah, that's true. And um, I know we spoke about it. Uh, I don't know if it was on record or off record, but it's not a secret event. Uh, the fan <laughs> bros are doing the crossplay event, and I was considering trying to throw a Connie costume together because it would just be purple sweatpants and a cut-up purple shirt, and just the Hamilton wig slicked back. So, <laughs> I mean, I probably, I probably have a long. Uh... A longer wig if you would prefer not to wear the Hamilton wig. It's a little short for a Connie. 
Yeah. And well, I have like an afro wig that I use for garter belt that would match Steve in it <laughs> to some extent. And I yeah. have his sweet tank top, so if, if, oh, uh, true, that's yeah. if that's something you want to do, we could pull it together for probably less than $20 total. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go through my uh, my wigs and shit and see what I, what I could pull together. Well, if you have jeans, I'm sure you could true. <laughs> do the I do, other I half do, of this I do costume. own jeans and flip-flops. Well, we're set. That's pretty much it. It's 100% accurate. I'll get like a band-aid put under my eye and like wrap up my hand or something. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out some kind of accessories I can put with my Splatoon squid to make it like a crossover with Overwatch squid. Either like a Lucio headset and goggles or like a D.Va headset, but that's going to require work and uh, I might not have a lot of time because this weekend we're actually going to the Renaissance Fair out in... Hell the yeah. one close to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, the Greater Pittsburgh Renaissance Fair in beautiful and distant West Newton, PA. That's what it's called? <laughs> West Newton, yep. I'm pretty sure the I... only thing in West Newton is the Renaissance Fair. No, there's signs to Greensburg. <laughs> <laughs> A signs to get out of. Yeah, Greenberg, how to get but, uh... out of West Newton. But I see signs for the Renaissance Fair. Uh, my brother used to go to college out that way. So when you tell me you would drop him off or go out to see him, it'd say Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival or Fair or whatever it said. But it would always advertise. And I'm like, it's that's either two months from now or two months away. Or <laughs> this is this is so far in advance. But I think um, we'll also be dressed up for that. But that's, yeah, not, that's more nonspecific, right? Yeah, that's more nonspecific. You'll see pretty much, like, it's a very strange crew that the, the Renaissance Fair collects in terms of costumes like you'll get people who are like fairies or like something mythical or like a genie or something you'll get pretty much like any historical costume from like maybe the 1200s through the mid maybe like a hard stop at victorian england but you'll still probably see some steampunk like like it's not specific like like, like fantasy fiction, it's yeah, it's like, like kind of mostly. fantasy fiction. You'll probably see at least at one Jedi, like sure, that's because that's just it's fair. That's it's, just it's, requ- it's, it's, re- it's required. Yeah, you know, it's it was the galaxy far, far away, long time ago. You know, so right. there's got to be like at least one or two like links or Ezio's from Assassin's Creed. Oh, oh yeah, you'll definitely see the Assassin's Creed jackets. So it's well, a little bit of everything. Well, those are accurate for the time. I think those were like some of them were during the Renaissance, so it's not. True. It's 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 not as bad as, I guess maybe a Jedi <laughs> <laughs> or Mario, for instance. That's that seems like a cheat, but yeah, yeah. I'm, get like a, I'm trying to like make this cloak out of like the extra Hamilton fabric we had. Oh yeah, um, yeah. and like some brown stuff that I had that I'm just gonna make a cape. But yeah, I think that rogue costume would be pretty well. Are you doing um any kind of dress, or are you just gonna wear like blue jeans and a t-shirt? Of do you know me? Uh, we've Have met you ever twice. met me? um no actually i have for the last several years of the renaissance festival we've just kind of all thrown together like a kind of quote-unquote wenchy costume all of the the ladies who have gone and just just like poofy shirt corset like flowy skirt last year my best friend decided she wanted to be anne boleyn of um henry the eighth of the six wives fame and okay. she wanted me to be a Tudor era um lady with her. She decided <laughs> this three weeks before the Ren Fair. She does not sew. <laughs> um, but she is my best friend and it was her birthday for the, we always go to the Ren Fair for her birthday. So I was like, I guess I will do this thing. Does that coincide <laughs> this year too or 
Oh, uh, yeah, well, she, it was, it's the 13th, so that's why she likes to kind of spearhead the... Oh, okay. The Ren Fair going. That's fair. Well, it's, it's her whole month, so... Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's her birthday month. But yeah, so... I did like... not know that. I learned that today. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little tidbit for you. But, <laughs> so last year, we ended up go. Um, we did finish the dresses, and so I have a lovely blue Tudor lady satin ball gown kind of thing, and she has a red one. And I'm just... Like, she's very clearly Anne Boleyn, if you look at a like old like painting of Anne Boleyn and I am okay. very clearly just some friend friend of Anne Boleyn's maybe her sister <laughs> <laughs> her sister or something but that's how I feel at every um every time we go to a convention and like you're rocking Miss Frizzle and our buddy's rocking Calvin and I'm just the friend who was <laughs> wearing <laughs> clearly a costume but no one knows what it is so like your your Gaston costume it's not it's not that it's <laughs> It's, uh, you know, in everyone else's defense, um, maybe people would recognize Cadence from Crypt of the Necrodancer if I was A, a white woman, or B, at least shaved my beard and had, like, <laughs> some kind of lights around me. But, yeah, I kind of just looked like a skinny black Gaston with a beard. And which a blonde is, um, wig. Yeah, and a blonde wig, which means, okay, this guy has no, yeah, and it had a handkerchief, <laughs> so it, it really didn't look like anything. Um, it's just the red shirt. Well, the people who saw it, and knew what it was because I had a shovel. I mean, uh-huh. not not her shovel, just a sand shovel for children. They're like, <laughs> "Hey, I know what you are." I'm like, "Hey, thanks. I know what you are. You're one of the bosses from it." And it was that's that was like a a great bro moment. I love those two moments. people. <laughs> but, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the um to the Ren Fair. I I could just wear the Hamilton costume and just call it a day, but yeah. Say, that would that. be that would be the easy way. And when have any of us ever taken the easy way? I mean, I've consistently taken the easy way. I, I didn't make that costume for one, so it's it's always the easy way using it. But uh, I'm trying to repurpose it because a lot of people have been making the joke. Uh, they're trying to figure out new Overwatch skins that they can make. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they should do historical ones, you know. Um, they already have, like, McCree wears, like, a... Well, he's already has, like, some cowboy stuff. And Widowmaker has, like, a... I don't know. Like, a flapper type thing. And someone's like, well, you gotta make Soldier 1776 instead of Soldier 76. And I'm like, <laughs> I could just wear a Hamilton jacket, try to make a revolver that looks like his gun, and get, like, a little sensor for my face and call it a day. And people would be like, you have a 76. It works. It's painted on my chest. So, that's, uh, that's our plans coming up. So, <laughs> well, but listeners, like we said, we're trying to do something new for you. We have some ideas rolling around, and... Luckily, we can pop this idea out because we don't have to worry about people sniping a Twitter or sniping a podcast link for us because it'll be on the same feed if we do it, which I would like to. I think you'd like to, too, as, as well, Steph, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, But we are thinking of trying to make something also a little bit, uh, another weekly thing for you, something a little bit more general. Um, I think all of our guests are great, but, you know, when, when everyone's reading or listening to a ton of podcasts, you might see a listener or a guest and say, ah, I like that person, but I might not have time today because these episodes do get a little bit long. Um, I'd talk for four hours if we could, but that's not always conducive uh, <laughs> to a 16 gig uh, mobile device. So we want to release something called Geekly Reveal to you, kind of a, you know, a quick uh, news type show, not news show, but sort of going over some of the current or last week's events in geek news or whatever that would consider you know video games books comics even a little bit of sports but not too much because i know it's not everyone's cup of tea but the people that are nerdy and like sports like the 
NHL fandom really, 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 really likes sports, <laughs> um, or at least really, really likes the players, and that's fair. I get it. <laughs> um, I, I, the Penguins are the Stanley Cup champions, and they are they are lovely boys. Is is what they say? They are the lovely boys. Um, so we want to give wow. you something a little bit. Like, <laughs> you go find Gino and sit and tell them they're not lovely boys. <laughs> I, would, I would never. You couldn't. You couldn't, couldn't do it if you I tried. Lie. You could, no one would. Pinocchio could, but we can't. <laughs> um, but we want to do something like that. A little bit of updates for you all. See, um, just talk about what we're seeing. What's kind of in our radar. It's it's kind of a nice thing. But we're going to do a little bit of a soft pilot for that. Um, it'll kind of just start out with you know how today did, and then we're going to take a break like we're about to. Give you guys a little bit of music. You know, makes it feel like a real life radio show. And uh, we'll come back and get into some more specifics. So um, for now, we're going to take that break we mentioned and we're going to hit you with some music. And the track that you should be hearing fading in right now will be uh, it's That's Not Funny by Detective Tuesday and Drum Ultima uh, from Overclock Remix. And if you know the song that it's covering, you'll recognize it. But the link will be in the show notes below. So enjoy that. We'll be back in a second. stuff and we're gonna hit you all with some uh what do you want to call it news <laughs> yeah sure Ge- ge- geekish news geekish news geekish news so the big thing that you know the theater people tv people and nerds have been uh gearing up for was the emmys the emmys were this past weekend stuff you get a chance to watch them i did not <laughs> you, did, you didn't watch the emmy stuff did you watch the emmys dom i didn't watch the damn emmys <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wa- I read Twitter. I watched a Twitter feed. I think we were recording an episode, actually. Yeah, I'm 100% um, <laughs> certain that we were actually recording an episode during... We were out here. We were out here grinding. Yeah. We were grinding. We were doing work. For- we were doing the work. But meanwhile, um, people were winning. People were losing. Um, but we had the Twitter feeds going. Uh, 
most of what I saw was just people being mad about Jimmy Kimmel's jokes not being that great, kind of offensive or something. And to that I say, I guess they wanted that. They got Jimmy Kimmel to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I think, wasn't it Amy Poehler and Tina Fey before? Yeah, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey were before, and they, and even Tina Fey this year was like, man, he, uh, that, that he was making some off-color shit up there. <laughs> yeah, like, and I think, you know, Tina Fey, for as awesome or problematic as you put her, we do know that she is both of those things. She is a hard worker and has shades of it. We all do. But when Tina Fey, who has made her jokes, and they will say, hey, that's kind of off-color. It's like, hey, buddy, maybe you, uh... Maybe cross a couple of lines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah between um, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, it has been a rough week for the Jimmies. It's been a rough week for the Jimmies because, you know, Jimmy Fallon's like, hey, let me just, uh, we got Donald Trump, you know, he's he's out here making statements. And uh, I'm sure if you're listening to the show, you probably have similar-ish opinions of us. I'm not a fan of the guy. I liked it better when Trump was a cartoon character, like... There's a punchline in rap songs or a family guy. It's the, the joke went on too far, but Jimmy Fallon just kind of could have took the chance to hit him with some real stuff, you know, maybe hit him with some biting humor the way Letterman used to, but he just kind of wanted to tussle some hair. He, uh, <sighs> they say you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And that's, he threw the shot at the wrong basket. I think I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it seemed weak to me, but back to the Emmys. You know, the Emmys. I, I have a list of some of these winners um you 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 see anything on here that you thought was great anything that stands out to you um we had some pretty notable winners this year in terms of both diversity and representing for like genre slash like speculative fiction like the sci-fi horror fantasy realm as like a legitimate storytelling genre so i'm gonna hit that up a little like talk about that a little bit yeah so um our best, win- like, the lead actor and actress in a drama series were both pretty groundbreaking for those two respective reasons. I thought the um, Rami Malek of Mr. Robot won for lead actor in a drama series. Um, he is of Egyptian descent, if I believe- if I am correct. And He's of damn good looking good descent. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful man. Um, and he That's is what the also- internet tells me. <laughs> He's a beautiful man who is the first um, non-white actor in 18 years to win Best Actor in a Drama. Well, like the first nominated since 2001. Yeah, something like that, which is pretty pretty garbage. That's worse than the not winning part because you can make a case for they weren't the best, but not even being nominated, that seems unlikely. (laughs) Going back to peak garbage. Peak garbage. (laughs) With some peak garbage. Um, and then Tatiana Maslany of Orphan Black was the winner for lead actress in a drama series, and she is a white woman, so it's not, and in a category for women, so it's not like a particularly groundbreaking win in terms of representation, but in terms of both recognizing her talents and acknowledging the value of sci-fi as a valid storytelling um, medium, there it was a very big win. She, right. If you don't, if you aren't familiar with her, she is. I, I'm not sure if she's ever been in much before. At least not nothing that I know of before Orphan Black. But she is all of the main characters on Orphan Black. I think she's played something like 16 different characters on the show at this point because the show is about cloning and she plays all of the clones. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she is she is so talented at 
distinguishing these characters that you can not only can you tell just from her posture and her facial expressions which character she is at the time you can even tell when she's like when there are shenanigans and one clone has to pretend to be a different clone you can still see you can still say like oh no that's Allison pretending to be Helena or something like that. Like, I mean, that's really impressive. It, it, it's, it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a case of actually like, hey, we um, you're, you're looking at these, and you know, it's like, hey, you were the best actress, and you know, we, we tried to pull as much race out of it as we could, but based on this season and all the things that, at play here, you were one of the better actresses. Yeah, and I mean, the the reason it's a big part, like I said, a big win is because she's been nominated a couple times before already. Um, and she's also been passed over for the nomination, and everyone was pretty, like, the fandom was pretty displeased about that. And even people who just appreciate acting <laughs> were displeased about that. But, right. um, but, like, being up against other shows that were more, like, contemporary or crime drama, like, like, serious, like, not, well, not that Orphan Black isn't incredibly serious, but it's a sci-fi show. It's, 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 it's about, a genre film. It's, yeah. it's genre, and people keep not like considering genre like a real thing like not 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 so much a real thing but like a thing that can have quality or win awards for quality like uh something of of value (laughs) yeah like something of value as opposed to like popcorn stuff like the last time it don't don't like don't at me on this because i I have (laughs) literally no um no backup i'm not like checking the facts right now but i'm pretty (laughs) sure that the last time a genre movie was nominated for best picture was for the oscars was return of the king the lord of the rings movie oh that's even (laughs) as close to not being that as possible which is i mean it's it's very very fantasy but it's also like very mainstream fantasy it's not like a it's the fantasy that you can get away with without your friends calling you a nerd you know it's yeah exactly like it's no, no one's gonna be like down on you if you know who Aragorn is. Like, right? That's, so <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I'm um, looking through some of these other ones. Uh, my eyes always go straight to the comedy ones, and you know, it's these are. This seems like a really good year for TV. Like, it does. It looks like everybody who was nominated deserved to be nominated and deserved to win, but just someone had to. Except real time with Bill Mars on here. <laughs> which and Jimmy Kimmel Live, which uh, whatever, but um, you know, there's some really good stuff here. The comedy specials got those are yeah, there's some good ones there. No, no one black on the comedy list. I don't think anyone really had anything too huge. Whatever, I'll I'll ignore that. Um, <laughs> Amy Schumer's on there. Uh, won't get into my thoughts on her. Yeah, she she didn't win though, did she? No, it was um, was it uh, it's Patton Oswalt, which I saw that one, and I do think he's funny, but I mean. I think this was a rough year for him, which there's yeah. probably some of that involved with the uh, the voting, which is not to say that he didn't deserve it. I did see that special. It was great. So Yeah. Yeah, at me about comedy. I love comedy. And <laughs> the, one of the big stories was what? the Jeffrey Tambor and Transparent. Um, yeah, this is the second year that's won something. Yeah, so I'm not going to get into much into it. I don't have the perspective. And I've seen um, two trans women have opposite opinions on this wow people can have different opinions um one of the women said you know this is really great he made a speech about saying you know i hope i'm the last cis man to play a trans woman which sentiment 
A plus. I don't think anyone's disagreeing with the statement, but yeah. someone's like, but you still took the award and you're still going to keep yeah, doing it. Yeah, it's not like, like, who was, was it, like, Marlon, was it Marlon Brando or whoever who refused to, who sent, like, a Native American woman to, like, accept his Oscar in place of, in place of himself to protest the treatment of Native Americans in yeah, like the U.S., put- like, I mean, I know it's an award, but at least it's more of a a gesture show. So, you know, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. It's not my place to say whether he did or didn't do the right thing. I'm not here to talk about um, what's proper for other people's representation. But I I, I guess the one thing that we can all celebrate to some extent is the incremental thing of, hey, at least we're acknowledging that this isn't great. So maybe next time we can actually get somewhere better. Yeah. But anyway, hashtag Anthony Anderson get robbed for blackish. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, any, anything else you want to say about the, uh, Emmys? I mean, I heard it was a great night for people of color and queer people. Yeah, I was going to say, Kate McKinnon and Sarah Paulson are both queer women who won for their various roles in, I think Sarah Paulson was in the O.J. Simpson show, and Kate won for yeah, that thing went, that thing went SNL. wild this year. Yeah, I heard it won, like, half the, half the awards. I mean, it was nominated for half the, like... <laughs> Was it director for a limited series? It was three out of the six nominations. That seems very stacked. I mean, they <laughs> lost, but it seems stacked. But, you know, no shade to Kate McKinnon. I don't know how anyone is winning with Saturday Night Live. Um, I don't know who is still saying it's good, but good for her. It's going to be... Yeah. She, I mean, her career is good, but it'll only be better with that and Ghostbusters. So, um, yeah. good news. And a lot of people are probably cosplaying her uh, in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, I the ultimate honor. <laughs> I will be shocked if I do not see at least ten um Holtzmans. Well, you know, we have a we have a big problem here, um, is that this was again, not a fantastic year for women, but a better year for uh female characters. Um, to to exist in some space. You have characters mm-hmm. that are uh if you count the end of last year as the beginning of cosplay season, we have Kate McKinnon, a character who is We'll look at it this way because the costume issue is always thing. Someone yeah. who's fully clothed. You have someone like Ray who you can judge how much skin you want to show. And we have Harley Quinn who's in fairly... Um, revealing. Revealing clothing. Which is not to make a judgment on the characters, but it gives people the ability that not all the costumes for people are hashtag, quote, sexy costumes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you kind of have a, a good range of, of like protagonist women. Yeah, protagonist women who weren't shit characters. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we'll get better with Asian representation soon. Suicide Squad, X-Men. Yeah. But I think that's a good sign that there's actually a lot of costumes people can choose to have as a star costume rather than Yoko, I think is the <laughs> the the hazing that everybody has to go through. What, the Gurren Logan character? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen more of that character. I was like, okay, cool. So this must be a character from an anime. And then I saw that Gurren Lagann was a thing. I'm like, oh, okay. That's. I just thought women really liked flame bikinis. No shade <laughs> to that. I wore those flame shirts that are really tacky as a nerd. Didn't wear the fedora, but we all go through our fire phase. It's not false. <laughs> and to end out this week's news, uh, sports fan here, Steelers won. Super mm. jazzed up about it. So <laughs> as long as they keep winning, I'm going to keep grinning. You, you you catch any of the sports stuff? You, just, you watch scores or anything like that? Um, nah. I just I, I pick up I pick up whatever the people who I follow, like the friends that I follow on Twitter who are sports people. I learn from them. The biggest Twitter or the the biggest sports related news that I have heard today is that there was an exciting update to the hockey webcomic. Check please. 
So that's my... <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. That's all well... I know about today in sports. <laughs> well, two days ago, or the day that we're recording this, I think the United States played against Canada in, like, the Hockey World Cup or something, but Uh-oh. their coach is a jackass on our team, so... As a as a as a Penguins fan, I'm conflicted. Like I want Sid to win, but I don't want him to beat our entire country. Ah, uh, conflict. <laughs> I don't hold stake in hockey; and it's their national sport. I I don't care. Um, so that, that's pretty much the news from this week. I'm gonna hit these people with a lovely another break. I haven't figured it out yet, but it will be in the show notes. So you're hearing a song right now. Hopefully, it's something you like. If not, give us that feedback, and uh, see you guys after the break. that song as we said before is a mystery to us but it will be in the show notes if you would like to uh to get the info about it yep yep to wrap up this week's episode uh we were just going to talk about some of the cool stuff we talked about some news that we've seen um for this week we're just going to talk about some of the cool stuff we've got and or seen this week so dom what cool shit have you got this week what cool shit have i got stuff um I'm going to start by cheating here, and then I'll move into the stuff that's not cheating. Um, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I ordered some comic trades, uh, and I read two. I read one of them and half of them, and got bored of that one. But I also got another <laughs> one that I haven't even cracked yet. Um, Saga Volume One. I've heard nothing but good things about it on this podcast and other people's podcasts from you. And I'm psyching my ass off, so I have Saga Volume One. Excellent. But but this week, things I actually received today in the mail from Amazon. <laughs> I received Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I've also heard uh, excellent shit. Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't know. Um, all I know is that it stars a little black girl, and that was enough for me. Um, Lunella Lafayette. <laughs> yeah, Lunella Lafayette. Yeah, she's the smartest uh, character in the Marvel universe. Yes, and that's I think that's what crosses the line <laughs> for me. I was like, oh, cool, a black girl. That's cool. Like don't really bang with comics like that and like she's the smartest person in the comic book universe and uh even my brother who's not really like that much into comics he's like wait she's smarter than tony stark i'm like yeah he's like wait 
wait, she's smarter than Reed Richards? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, how? His brain does, like, all that full and stuff. I'm like, she also has a superpower. He's like, okay. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> but I'm very excited to read that. Um, yeah, I'm a couple issues behind, but I've probably read everything that's in the trade. Well, I'm all the issues behind. Yeah, you're all so the issues I look, behind. So. <laughs> I look forward to catching up. Um, and also in the mail from Yeti, um, keeping my t-shirt mm-hmm. game popping. Uh, I got a Sonic t-shirt <laughs> to surprise nobody. Uh, it's by uh, Django <laughs> Snow. I really like his art. Uh, I think I have one of his Splatoon shirts and maybe something else. But uh, it's like called like the Green Hill Zone 5K Fun Run and Marathon or something. And um, one of those little enamel pins that has kind of like the uh, first stage kind of condensed into a pin form. So I'm looking forward to wearing that on some kind of thing. And uh, I saw some Pokeball cufflinks today on Instagram. Nice. On a girl that follows me, that I follow back, and she has crafts, and uh, I will be purchasing those soon. I, uh, I'll put the link to her store envy in there. Like she's a great artist. Uh, just look, look at some of her stuff. There's some Hamilton stuff in there too, Steph. So nice. I think you'll like it too. Cool. Um, what kind of cool shit you got this week? Well, now I'm gonna have to check the show notes so that I can get some cool, more cool shit. You'll um. like it. It's, it's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my big haul for this week is that I finally bought the um the second trade of the DC Bombshells comic. I know that it's been out for a while, but <laughs> <laughs> this whole moving thing has... I, I thought it was delayed, and so I hadn't ordered it, and then I was finally like, screw it, I'm going to order it. And then I realized, I realized after I hit pay on the Barnes & Noble website, because I had a coupon, um, I hit pay... And then, like, two days later, I was like, I have free membershipping. Where is my comic book? And I had not changed my shipping address on that particular website from my old home address. Yeah, that was how I felt. So I had to wait for my mom to send the next package of, like, Stephanie's forgotten shit from (laughs) Pittsburgh to me. For it to arrive, but it has arrived, and I'm really excited. It's a quick ship, at least, right? (laughs) Yeah, it only takes two or three days, and that's not with, like, priority or anything, so. Whoa, you're like one of the queens of shipping, right? Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) In every sense of the word. Oh, I went for it. I am an enthusiastic uh, shipper and shippy. Speaking of that, is there a shipping potential in DC bombshells? You're damn right there is. Um, (laughs) Well, actually, it it is notable for being the first comic book that has actually made harley and ivy girlfriends like genuinely like they kiss on the page and it is romantic so on a scale to (laughs) um on a scale to nfl announcers to steven universe um about how gay is dc bombshells um because it's by visibility week and the listeners need to know (laughs) (laughs) um well if you are a queer woman, you will enjoy reading it because it is the cast is almost entirely female, and it's all of the uh, the DC heroines. But in like, it's written by it's written and drawn by women, so it's not like creepy. But like, in kind of like bombshell, bombshell like pinup art um, outfits. But in like, the premise is it's World War Two, and these various heroes are emerging and because the Axis doesn't think that women are going to like be making a fighting effort in the war effort they are like like Wonder Woman's there and she's like she's still Wonder Woman but she's got like 
like high waisted like sailor shorts and like a like a red like uh, Rosie the Riveter top and like Batwoman is um, still like a vigilante crime fighter but she's also a baseball player like that's her bat it's not like a like a Halloween bat it's like a like she beats people up with a baseball bat like Isn't Batwoman <laughs> that's Batwoman yeah does she have a like okay so is her bat theme strictly baseball bats or also like bat bats strictly baseball bats and um <laughs> and she has like like she's st- she's still in her like relationship with the uh the policewoman Maggie um okay so and then there're like there's like a legion of bat girls who are like fangirls of Batwoman who have all also taken on like a old it's like old timey baseball like ladies baseball uniforms like with the button down in the shirt in the skirt <laughs> um <laughs> and like Mira who's Aquaman's wife in the regular comics in it and Supergirl and Stargirl are like Soviet heroes um who have defected from so um from the USSR because they are just being used as kind of figureheads and it's all it's uh, it's complicated world building but it's very interesting and exciting and when I first saw that it came out it was actually it was a line of figurines I believe before it was a series like they were just like hey we're gonna do <laughs> like bought like pinup girl designs of all of the DC heroines and everyone's kind of like seems to be in line with like <laughs> a thing that comics do yeah and everyone was just reset kind of the DC like, counter <laughs> yeah like oh reset the DC counter exactly like this is probably going to be kind of sketchy and male oriented but there was enough of an interest in like what's the backstory for these characters in this way like why like why are they like this like why is Batwoman a baseball player like give us a story that makes that it's like, well, that actually, we have one right here in our back pockets. Yeah, so, um... <laughs> I'd like to believe that was the genesis rather than, hey, we have these <laughs> toys. Oh, you want a story? And it was like, we want to tell, like, a progressive, cool story, but we don't think that girls will buy toys, so make them hot so the guys buy them, so there's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... we can make these really uh, good stories. Yeah, I so... love trickery is <laughs> pretty much what you just learned. Yeah, exactly. So the, um... It's it's I haven't actually gotten to the point where Harley and Ivy are girlfriends, and I don't even know if it's in this trade or if it will be in the next trade. I just know that from Tumblr, because Tumblr was very <laughs> excited. But um, the first trade was excellent, and I am very much looking forward to reading the second one. Cool, cool. That's my how I just feel like the same amount of time it took you to talk about all of your. <laughs> yeah, but yours actually had content. Mine was just <laughs> hey, here's some stuff that I can't wait to read or use. Um, uh, the only other thing I did of note um, involving consuming media since I've pretty much just been on an Overwatch binge, uh, I watched Bo Burnham's new special. I think it's called Make Happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that dude's on, I don't know, that dude's on another level, man. He does like a lot of stuff that's, it borderlines on not actually being comedy. borderlines on, uh, hey, I'm dying inside and I'm going to laugh about it because it's the only way I can cope with it. But like, media's really trash and messed up. I was going to say... Are- <laughs> I feel like he has, like, a lot of that, like, hard truth just, like, not even, like, coded in his show. Yeah, it's, um, I forget, I think it was in the beginning of the show, and I heard this in a podcast, and it's, like, a few months old anyway, but one of the things he said, and he met, he mentioned in the podcast, he's like, I was saying that sincerely, he said to the audience, I hope that you get more out of this show than I do, in the sense that, you know, performers, we're performers to an extent, um, 
comedians, we, there's a rush to do it. There's a love of doing it. Like, hopefully we get money from this one day. Hopefully we get to meet cool people. But there is definitely a portion that's like, I don't want people to listen to me. Um, and comedy is definitely that too. It's it's a rush. Uh, even from the small stage performances I've done, you get a rush from people looking at you and clapping. Um, but ultimately, if you're getting more out of it than the audience is, it's kind of like a, that's, that's kind of shitty and weird, you know? Um, yeah. And it, I, I, that really made a lot of sense to me because I've never heard a comedian say something like that on stage. Like, I hope you enjoy this more than I enjoy this because it kind of puts, it lays it bare that I'm enjoying it, but please get more out of this than I do. This is new for you. I've done this a few times, but that's the only other thing I've done. And I, I enjoyed it. So still haven't really filled that much content of time talking, but uh, I don't know. I'm a quick talker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's bad. That's pretty much everything, right? That's, yeah, uh, that about covers us for... All the things we thinked about, we had thinked about talking about. Oh my god, <laughs> God it, Almighty! It, so, it sounds like you have. Uh, sounds like you've had a long week thus far. The two days so far. Oh uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm already. Uh, I, I drink a glass of a ten percent beer, and I'm kind of not mincing my words like that. So I think it's the tiredness is definitely setting in. But yeah, listeners, that's kind of how we're going to structure our uh, geekly show, uh, geekly reveal, as it would be. We like the naming theme. If you guys like it, just give us a little bit of a comment. Just kind of reach out. Uh, just let us know how you feel, how you like it, what could be changed, what can be improved. Because we're trying to, yeah, again, we like doing it, but we want to bring you as great a content as we can. And if there's, there's some, yeah, if there's something you want to hear about, let us know. You definitely add us about that. Yeah, like. please. <laughs> at me, at Steph, at Character Reveal. Yeah. Speaking of that, Stephanie, yes. people will love our voices, or they actually love what we are doing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just want to see what we're talking about outside of this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what would they do to contact us? How would they find us? Let me tell them. They can find us in a variety of social media places. Um, they the can nicest find... of the <laughs> Stands to reason. They can find you, as you said, um, anywhere on the internet at Brother Dom. It's with a That's me. It's Dom. It's with an <laughs> A, not with a hard ER. Um, thank you, thank brother... you, thank you. Um, it's on purpose i didn't make a typo it's on purpose <laughs> <laughs> um what do people ask you that or do you just ask like to what? like to clarify like did you mean to put it with a a no it's just that people will see it and they'll be like brother dom and i'm like there's a tha there like i'm not it's not totally like it's not me trying to be quirky if i wrote I like it. a i and apostrophe it means <laughs> We were chilling. We weren't chilling. I was trying to be informal, but also speak to the uh, colloquial way that people people talk. I gotcha. I was just wondering, like, do you get added a lot? At, like, added a lot? People be like, no. It's just that when people say it verbally, I gotcha. Uh, sometimes I'll get the R, and I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> and, if, and if they assume that you're saying brother, they'll try to search me, and I don't know if there's a brother Dom. It's not me. It's not. It's not him. It's not me. Don't follow that guy. <laughs> that imposter. Imposter. Ugh, I need to get rid of my fake <laughs> my imposter account already. Twitter's Zero. not helping. <laughs> well, and then I can be found on Captain Steph at, on the Twitters, and I did that backwards <laughs> at Captain Steph on the Twitters at the Snowqueer on the Tumblers. Um, it is Bisexual Awareness Week, so go ahead and um, find all of my old bisexual facts, um, comical meme posts, and reblog them. <laughs> They could use a couple thousand. (laughs) It's that time of year. You can find this podcast on Twitter at Character Rev. It's Character R E V. So there are two R's in the middle. Um, You can find us on Facebook by searching for Character Reveal. 
Uh, you can find us on Simplecast if you want to follow the podcast. You can find us on Stitcher. Um, if you want to follow us on iTunes, you just go ahead to our Stitcher or to our Simplecast and get our RSS feed. Um, copy, <laughs> manually copy-paste that into your iTunes window until we can get them to agree that we are a legitimate podcast. Yeah, um, it's a lot harder than it should have been. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Apple is the most uncommunicative um, person I have ever emailed with. and uh, Let's see if we can get on Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as we mentioned during the podcast... Um, I'm a writer for Lady Geek Girl and Friends. Dom is a writer for Lady Geek Girl and Friends. I'm an editor for Lady Geek Girl and Friends, so I know that shit that's coming up um, <laughs> before the rest of you. And uh, you can find our writings and my editings, I guess, at uh, ladygeekgirl.wordpress.com. Yeah, that's pretty much everything. So, you know, we got all the stuff for y'all. You know, apparently we got news, we got music, we got stuff we got, we got. Interviews, we're revealing characters and we're revealing the geekliness that we have on a geekly basis. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Uh, get at us on other social medias that Steph has mentioned. Uh, just give us a shout. And uh, it's that time of week, so if you know a bisexual person, give them the space to uh, feel chill and hug them while you can actually see them. <laughs> um, yep. <Hey>. and, <laughs> and until next time, we'll have another guest for you all next week. It's already in the pipeline. So uh, until next time, see you later. Bye.